Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Boris Johnson is hoping that housing can save him. Over the coming months, we will work with the sector to bring forward a new right to buy scheme. The Prime Minister is counting on his new policy to win over the rebel Tory MPs who voted to oust him earlier this week. Under the plans, lower paid workers will be able to use housing benefits to buy their homes. And there'll be an extension of the right to buy for housing association tenants. Sounds like a good idea on paper, right? Well, it might not be that simple. I spoke to Dr Nico Sumolo, Associate Professor at University College London and Director of the Bartlett Real Estate Institute. There are things in the announcement that seem positive. There are things that seem very risky, uh, but mostly things seem unclear. It's really confusing just to read the, the announcement at this stage. I don't know how it's going to work and I don't know what is the target of that policy and what the policy is trying to achieve. In terms of the, the housing benefits counting towards uh, a mortgage, I think the the principle is that Of course, it will help people buy homes and it will target the poorest people that possibly need the most help. But at the same time, what it is going to do is it's going to increase demand for housing. uh, And that means that prices will go up because supply is considerably uh, restricted in the UK. And what it will also mean is that we will have people on low incomes taking risk of the housing market because remember let's remember that owning a house with a mortgage is a risk Uh, it's not a risk uh, just to the the bank it's also a risk to the uh, borrower so this will be exposing people uh, that are potentially vulnerable to the risk of changing prices in the housing market and also, of course, the, the banks will probably price that risk into those loans. And that means that the mortgages may actually be pretty expensive. So we haven't seen any details on who will finance those mortgages and, and how banks will price them. But the logic would suggest, or, or my logic would suggest, that prices are going to be relatively high because the risk might be higher than a standard mortgage. But the risk is going to be borne partially by the bank, but also by the borrower who might just be more likely to default. And in terms of the idea for housing associations to be forced to uh, participate in the right to buy program, again, there are some positive things about this. So it's great that people would be able to to own houses and get houses uh, at a discount. We don't know what that discount is going to be, but there is going to be a transfer of, of housing stock from public housing to the private market. And this has pros and cons. The the, uh, positive side of this is the housing stock in the private market is going to increase. So that should uh, help with with prices in the the private market. But at the same time, it's going to decrease the stock of social housing, which at the moment is 
badly needed, at least my impression of the social housing in the UK, especially in London, is that we are in a desperate need of more units. And those units at the moment are being developed primarily by housing associations. Those are the biggest house builders in the country at the moment. And they're going to suffer. Their, their profit margins are going to suffer from being forced into this um, right to to uh, buy or right to own program. And that means that they will develop less. And I don't think that's what we want to do. It, it sounds like this program could make the biggest house builders in the country develop less. And that's not a great idea in a country where uh, supply is really restricted and we are in a, in a desperate need of um, additional housing supply. What are some of the biggest issues with housing in this country? There are two issues that I think the UK is uh, is facing. Uh, one, the issue number one is supply is really restricted. So planning regulations in, in the UK are very strict compared to other countries. There are other rules around house buildings that prevent development, especially in areas where demand is the highest. And the second problem is demand is not evenly spaced uh, or, or evenly distributed across the UK. So there are areas of the country where prices are pretty low and houses are relatively affordable, but these are not the areas where people want to live. Um, it just turns out that in areas where the most people want to live, there is um, the least new supply coming onto the market and therefore prices are, are very high compared to incomes. So um, two problems. One is lack of new supply. And uh, problem number two is the uneven distribution of, of demand across space. Housing is a particular issue in London. What can be done to help in the capital and in the southeast in general? So there's a number of things we, we could consider and have been suggested by economists. One very simple idea is to increase uh, housing supply in London. Now, of course, this is a, a political argument because it would benefit some, it would probably not benefit others. Uh, an alternative to this would be to improve transportation to central London and transportation to places where uh, people want to spend time. Not everybody has to live in London in order to work in London or get the benefits of being close to London and being able to, to access it. So improving transportation links could help, but also moving things that don't need to be in London outside could help. There are things um, in central London that arguably don't have to be there because uh, they create less benefits than something that could uh, replace them. And moving some of the demand or some of the uh, things that attract people to London out of London um, could help reduce the, the scale of the affordability crisis in London. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more about what can be done to help tackle the housing issues in the country. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Nico, what would you like to see announced to help with the housing issues in the country? I think all the policies that I would like to see introduced have already been announced. It's not that I think we need new policies, it's just we need to deliver on the the policies that have been announced. So I think we need new supply, we need to create more jobs in places that currently have fewer jobs than London or the jobs in in places outside of London uh, need to be more attractive and we need to improve transportation links. I would like to see uh, HS2 completed to its original plan. I would like to see Crossrail uh, developed uh, as it intentionally was uh, planned to develop on schedule. I would like to see the tens of thousands of new homes uh, across the UK being built as uh, the original government policy uh, suggested. And I would like levelling up to be done carefully and with recent developments in urban economics in mind. And how about when it comes to tackling housing affordability? In in general, my position is that housing affordability is not necessarily just a problem of the lack of supply, but also of the distribution of demand across space. So, of course, if we had unlimited housing supply in London, prices would be a lot lower than they are. That's probably unrealistic. But the other solution is to make sure that we spread demand more evenly Uh, across space. And this is something we can do. And I think this is something that receives far less attention uh, than it deserves, because at the moment, the focus is mostly on increasing supply, whereas making sure that there are great jobs um, that can be accessed by people who live outside of London uh, would also go a long way towards um, making houses more affordable. What is your main takeaway from this announcement? I think the devil is in the details, as as always, because those policies could work extremely well for a certain group of people if they are implemented correctly, carefully. But if, if they aren't, it's just going to be a hot mess and they're going to do more harm than, than good. It's important to remember that the housing market isn't as segmented as as most people think. So things that happen at the bottom of the market will affect other parts of the market. So things that um, happen for properties that aren't very expensive do affect properties that are uh, a lot more expensive and vice versa. I think it's very easy to forget that the housing market uses the same land and expensive properties eventually filter down and become cheap properties. So it's all connected. And those policies are surprising. Those policies are not expected. And I think maybe I wish the government focused more 
on making sure that it delivers policies that are already in place rather than announcing new policies um, that are confusing. And it's really not clear what the policy outcome, the targeted policy outcome of those new policies is. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.